Well, that song very true. <coughs> Nothing can compare with the glory and the beauty that we can have right here if we possess the Spirit of God. That's right. Uh, That's right. It's good to be in Jemison, Alabama tonight. I'm glad you're here. Uh, it's a privilege to meet with the saints of God and to glad everyone mingle our voices with the saints of God. Uh, standing here, I was thinking there's been quite a change in my life since the last time I was here. Uh, we experienced the passing of our dear brother Paul in January, as well yes. as Hannah Norman, there in our little church in Augusta. It's a time to die. Yes. It's also a time to be born. Yes. Since I've seen you folks, I've become grandfather twice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's life. It goes on. That's right. So, <clears throat> a con continual change. But one thing is sure for everyone who's in this house tonight, there's going to come your time to die. Right. Yes, that's right. And the scripture says, is appointed a man wants to die. That's right. And after that, the judgment. The judgment. That's right. Yes. Now, these are facts of life, folks. We're going to meet a sin avenging God one day. And just as a tree falls, so shall it be. You're not going to make any changes after you're done with this life. No. But if you die a sinner, you're going to reap a sinner's punishment. If you die a sanctified person, you're going to go sweeping through the glory with the glory in your soul. And most everyone in this house tonight has heard the everlasting gospel preached to you over and over again. But it's just as real. It's just as uh, much a fact tonight as it ever was. Except you be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. And that is a necessity. That's something that has to happen to our lives. That's something that we've got to experience ourselves, or we'll never see the kingdom of God. I thought about this little scripture, thinking about you folks. Now, this could be your experience if you don't do anything about what you've heard. Because I have called, and you refused. I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded. Now, don't let this be your plight. No, the Lord is beckoning to you tonight. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, and ye shall find rest to your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Because I have called and ye refused, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. But ye have set at naught my counsel, yeah. all my counsel. All 
And would none of my reproof? No, they wouldn't. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. If you sow to the flesh, you shall of the flesh reap corruption. But if you sow to the Spirit, ye shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Now God is not mocked, but unless you take the opportunity to seek the Lord while he may be found and call upon him while he is near, there will come a time when he will, will laugh at your calamity and he will mock when your fear cometh. Think about that. When your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me. And will he answer? But I will not answer. Or not answer. Tonight, you're on mercy side. Yes. Tonight, you have a golden opportunity to call on God at an altar prayer. That's true. You have a golden opportunity to confess your sins. And if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yes. But there will come a time when it will be too late. Yes. It's the truth. That's right. According to the Bible. It is the point of a man who wants to die. And after this, the judgment. If you hear those words, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity, I never knew you. You can call, you can plead, you can beg, but there will be no answer. Folks, these are facts of life. These things are going to be faced by each one of us. Let's consider our ways. Let's consider our lives. How is it with your heart tonight? Is it right with God? Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. It's the truth. You know, I think about those Baal's prophets. There are no dead infidels tonight. All the infidels on this side of eternity. Because when you go into eternity and are cast into hell, you'll be made a believer. Yes, surely. But you know Baal's prophets, they thought they were serving a real God. They called, and of course Elijah made a proposition with them. He said, we'll put out the offering, and we'll give you first chance. You call on the name of your God, and then I'll call on the living God. And the one who answers by fire, let him be God. He says, why halt ye between two opinions? If Baal be God, let's serve him. But if God be God, let's serve him. That's right. Well, they took that challenge. They went, you know, they cut themselves. They were in earnest. They were sincere. They prayed. They prayed, but no answer. But Elijah called on the great God of heaven. Uncle Paul's song says his prayer was short. And his words were few. Yes. But he showed those people what God could do. 
But when Elijah called on God, you know, before he did that, though, he took 12 barrels of water and just saturated that sacrifice in the ditches all around. But when he called on the great God, the fire came down. Yes, it did. And every one of Baal's prophets was destroyed. That's right. But they were not made a believer until they saw the fire. And so many people in this day and age, I'm afraid, are going to have that same experience. They're going to scoff, they're going to mock, they're going to jeer, say, oh, that's ridiculous, it's not necessary that you live that kind of life, that you do those kind of things. But when they see the fire, they'll be made a believer. Then they'll be calling on the great God, and I will not answer. No, it's a truth. Because it'll be too late. Too late. That's right. Some will go into heaven. Others will be denied. Oh, what an awful picture. Standing outside. Then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. I tell you what tonight, folks, it pays yes, it does. to serve the Lord. Yes, it does. Not only is it, does it pay in this life, but oh, when that time does come, that appointment that you have with death, that's when it really will pay off. Because there's no changing after that. It says there's no discharge in this warfare. And whenever you're cast into eternity, it's forever. That's right. And forever. And forever. And you can plead, you can beg, you can do all you want to then. But there'll be no answer. But folks, we're not there tonight. We're here in this little church in Jimerson, Alabama. Yes. We have an altar of prayer here tonight. Yeah, that's right. We have saints of God that want to pray with you tonight. Truly. It's time for you to get in a hurry about your soul. We none have assurance of tomorrow. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We might be snapped into eternity tomorrow. Life is certainly uncertain. And death is certainly sure. And so let's seek the Lord while he may be found. They were singing that song. Come and dine, the master called. Yeah. Come and dine. The Lord has just what you need. He can supply your need according to his riches and glory. That's right. Let's wake up. Let's consider our ways. Let's think about our lives. What about the life you're living? I mean your life today. Is it worth a home in heaven? At the judgment? Will it pay? Think about it. Are you satisfied with life the way you're living? Are you contented with yourself? You know, we sometimes maybe fool people around us. We give the impression maybe that we're fully satisfied with life like we're going. But when you press that pillow at night, you can't fool yourself. You can't fool yourself. You know about yourself more than anybody else. You know your thoughts. You know your intents. 
but there's also a God in heaven that knows. The Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and the marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not made manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. And that person who knows all about you is the one who's going to be your judge. Amen. You're not going to get by. The only way we're going to heaven is by possessing the Spirit of God. No other way. No other passport. No other path. No other way. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man goes to the Father except by me. That's the truth. He's the only one. He's the only one. Ho, oh, everyone that thirsted. Ho, oh, pay attention. Listen to this. Everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. There is a river. There is a fountain that shall never run dry. He that hath no money, come ye. Buy and eat. It doesn't take money, but it does take yourself. There is a cost involved. It costs something to buy this salvation. He says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And we know what that will is. Even your sanctification. That's the will of God. Yes. So there is a price to be paid. We sing a song sometimes, not reserving on the altar. All I had was swept away. My ambitions, plans, and wishes at his feet in ashes lay. And that's how we've got to come to God, folks. We can't come with the intentions that, oh, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to accomplish that, and I'm going to do this after I get sanctified. But we've got to come, oh, Lord, just as I am, without one plea. Lord, I'm thankful that you gave your life on the cross of Calvary for me. And now what you want me to be, that's what I want to be. Where you want me to go, that's where I want to go. What you want me to say, that's what I want to say. Be an humble servant in the hands of the Lord. And then the Lord will hear your prayer. That's right. Yes. A broken and a contrite spirit. He will not despise. But that's what is required of you. You have got to present your bodies a living sacrifice. Realize I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Come ye buy and eat, yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Yes. That's not what it takes. Not money, not price, but it takes your all. Right. Mm-hmm. A living sacrifice. Wherefore? Consider this question then. All the efforts and all the time you spend trying to find satisfaction, trying to find contentment, and then there's none. The Lord's fixed us that way. The Lord just fixes that way. 
The only way we can be satisfied with life is by possessing the Spirit of God. Yeah. Any other way, you won't be satisfied. Wherefore do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, yeah. and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Now that's uh, what you can have. You can possess this bread of life. You can eat ye that which is good and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Feasting, feasting with my Lord. And that's what you need to do. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. If you hear his voice, harden not your heart. This is over the sixth chapter of St. John. Talking about still the Lord can make you satisfied with life. Our fathers did eat manna in the desert. It is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Now this is talking about the manna. You know, when the children of Israel were out in the wilderness and they were complaining. And Moses interceded, well, the Lord gave them manna from heaven. And that was actually wafer thin they could describe how it was they could pick up and eat and I think it was very delicious but now we can eat of that hidden manna we can possess that that's right that angel's food that the Lord can just feed us all the time we don't have to uh, go to a certain time or a certain place uh, like they did but just all the time just continual a continual feast that's right I believe this is, uh, that's, that's probably fire. A contented mind is a continual feast. That's it not is. scripture, but that's a truth. That's yeah, just the way it is. And that's where the Lord is with us. He continually satisfies us. Yes, and with that continual satisfaction, that is a feast. Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. Yes, evermore. Is that our prayer tonight? Evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Isn't that one? That's right. That's the power of God. You go out with joy. You're led forth with peace. The mountains and hills break forth before you in the singing. All the trees of the fields clap their hands. It's a wonderful life. When you possess the Spirit of God, I am that bread of life. He that believeth in me, he that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Folks, we're talking about something that's real. We're talking about something tonight that you can possess in your very soul, in your very being, and keep you happy and satisfied and contented with life while here in this life. That's right. It works. It works. Every time. Even the youth faint and be weary. The other, uh, young men shall fall, but they that wait upon the Lord yes. shall renew their strength. Yes. They shall just mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That's right. I am that bread of life. 
He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. If you believe that tonight, it's for you. It's yeah. for you. Whosoever it's will. for you. Whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Well, I'll, I'll read on down. I, I don't want to be lengthy, but this this is all real good. This whole sixth chapter of St. John. You ought to go home and read it. It will do you good, I believe. It's, this is really good. No man could come to me except the Father which has sent me draw him. And I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. Every man, therefore, that hath heard and hath learned of the Father cometh unto me. Not that any man has seen the Father, save he which is of God, he has seen the Father. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I am that bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. Everlasting life. We possess it right here. That's the reason Jesus came, that we might have life, and that we might have it more abundantly. Tonight, he that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Are you dead tonight? Lord, help. Do you have the Spirit of God in your heart? If you don't have the Spirit of God, you're dead while you're living. You're dead while you're living. I am the living bread which cometh down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. How about that? And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. A big sacrifice. God prepared Christ a body, Jesus Christ. For a sacrifice for the sins of the whole world. Yes. That brought us in. Yes. That brought us in. Through the sacrifice of the Son, Jesus Christ, we can be saved from sin. That's right. It says, he that committed sin is of the devil. And for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. That was the sacrifice. That was that lamb without blemish and without spot that was offered on the cross of Calvary for my sins and for your sins. Now he that is born of God does not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in us. And we cannot sin because we are born of God. I am the living bread which came from heaven. If any man eat this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. The Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his, his flesh to eat? Verily, verily, this is Jesus' re- reply. I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Have no life in you. You know, people are taking little crackers. Yes. A little bit of wine juice and thinking they're eating the flesh of the Son of Man and drinking his blood. Yes. They're doing that thing. Yes. But let's listen to what Jesus said. We'll get down to what, what he's talking about here. Whoso is my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Yes. For my flesh is meat indeed, 
And my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him, as the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father. So he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. This is that bread which came down from heaven. Not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth this bread shall live forever. Eat ye that which is good. And let your soul delight itself in facts. These things said he in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Many therefore of his disciples, when they had heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can hear it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured, he said unto them, Doth this offend you? And he's going to tell you what this is all about now. Doth this offend you? What? And if you shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before. Yeah. They saw that. Mm-hmm. They saw him ascension up into heaven. Yeah. But listen to what he's talking about. Yeah. It is the Spirit that quickeneth. Yes, that's right. Folks, tonight God is a Spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's right. There is no other way to worship God today. Though you have known Christ after the flesh... Yet now, henceforth, know ye him no more. Yes, that's right. That's true. Never know Christ in the flesh again on this earth. No. But we can serve him by the Spirit. It is the Spirit that quickeneth. The flesh pops nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. They are spirit and they are life. The first man, Adam was made a living soul. Yes. The last bit, Adam, was made a quickening spirit. Paul to the Ephesians, and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and in sins. Folks, we've got to be born again. We've got to be quickened. We've got to be made alive. How? He that hath the Son hath life. He that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Well, I'm glad tonight that we can possess this Spirit of God while we live here. I'll just read one more little verse over here. Tell you where you are tonight. You know, the Lord's not willing that any should perish. He paid a big price that we might have life. Allowed his son to die on the cross of Calvary. And he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But except ye repent, ye shall likewise perish. That's just the way it is. If there's no repentance in your life, you're going to be cast into the place of torment forever and forever. Consider your life. Consider your your life tonight. How about it? Are you ready to die? I tell you what, when you get ready to die, then you're ready to live. I tell you, it's a beautiful life. It's a beautiful life serving the Lord. The way he blesses, the way he takes care of you, the joy, the blessings, the, the contentment, the happiness you get in life. Yes, Lord. It's Heaven. worth it all. 
to serve the Lord. If you don't have the Spirit of God tonight, though, listen to this. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. This is in red letters. This is Jesus' words. Let him in. Let him in. He's there tonight. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will. This is a promise. I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Isn't that beautiful? That's a promise to you tonight. All you have to do is to allow him to come in. The door to your heart is controlled by you tonight. Let him in. Let him in. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. There is no better time than right now to start, start seeking to serve the Lord. We are all going down life. Like I said, we, we're fast going through life. It doesn't seem like I ought to be a grandpa, but I am. And we're just going right on down through life. And you're going to meet that appointment. You're going to meet that appointment. Right. And after this, the judgment. So think about your life tonight. And if you find that you don't have the Spirit of God in your life, let's get in a hurry and seek the Lord while it may be found. Y'all pray for me.